0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. This is the Dan Grosser Show on 98.7 ESPN.
1: Do you know what today is? This is a full, uninterrupted vehicle that you and I have together on this Bing Wednesday evening. Bing bong indeed! And we're going to have some fun right up until 9 o'clock. Then it is the dynamic duo of Gordon and Larry, Larry and Gordon, that are going to take you the rest of the night here on 98.7. 800-919-3776. At Dan Gross is where you can get me on y- X. We've got Harvey. We've got Joe. The Dream Team is back together again. Full show tonight, so you know what that means, right? Harvey, you know what that means, right? When we have a full show, what are we doing tonight at 8 o'clock? Because we got a full show.
2: It is part two. Uh, The never heard before segment called Grasa Us.
1: Well, it's not never heard before because it's the second installment. So it's the once heard before because we haven't had many of these full shows. But yes, in case you missed it last week, to rave reviews, by the way, all the kids were talking about it at the malls and everything. Grasa Us, 8 o'clock, appointment radio, be there. And they say that the sequel is never better than the original? This might my, this my take it. Well, I mean, we can't look at it that way because we're obligated to do this now each and every time that we got ourselves a full show. So it doesn't matter. It's not a part two. It's not a part three. This is just boom. We want to strive to give you the same exact excellence that we gave you the first time around. And we're going to do that each and every time. You know, we got another full show on Friday. We're going to do the same thing. Boom. Grasa us. Eight o'clock. We just got to let the people know that at that time of the show, that is what they have to come to expect. And it's going to be a good one. So a lot of things up for discussion today. We'll, you know, start to toss around a little Super Bowl conversation because the game is a week and a half away with the Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers. We'll get into a little bit of other matters as well. I see the Jets are in the news again today. Where have we heard that one before? So we'll have some thoughts on all of that. Kevin Durant going back to the Barclays Center tonight as a member of the Phoenix Suns for the first time. But you know where we got to start. Right. You know where we have to start. Harv, you just played the sound. Play it one more time for the people that missed it. Bing bong. There you go. Bing bong. Bing bong, bing bong, bong bing. Because I'll tell you something. We've been doing this a while, you and I, right? And we've watched a lot of Knicks teams. And a lot of teams left a lot to be desired. Let's face it. Right? And you would be sitting there already come... I would say December, January, and you're worrying about what salary can you shed? How many games do we have to lose to assure ourselves a spot in the lottery and to maximize the number of ping pong balls that we're going to be able to get to be in a position to draft that next transformative player that's going to be able to change the fortunes of this franchise? Remember how many seasons we went like with that It just seemed like it was an annual occurrence. It wasn't anything like, oh, hey, this team is actually pretty good and might make the playoffs. Or at the very least, the most you could hope for was maybe just sneaking into the back door and maybe getting a playoff spot. And then you get bounced in the first round and get outclassed by some team that was clearly, clearly better than you were. But that's not the case anymore. Right? Those days are long gone. It's done. Because last night, Our most recent example, no Mitchell Robinson, no O.G. Ananobi, no Julius Randle. No problem. No problem. Really. And last night was one of those games, let's face it, that was the proverbial trap, just like Monday nights was in Charlotte against the Hornets. But there is not a single challenge, which is too big for this team right now. Doesn't matter how they are presently constituted they've won eight in a row they finish up the month of january with a 14 and 2 record you realize the only teams that had a better january than the knicks are the chiefs and the 49ers those the only two only ones and last night they start slow and then colin sexton does something incredibly stupid by poking the bear getting in jalen brunson's face talking crap to him and that flipped the switch And from that point on, the Knicks just rolled the rest of the night against a team that they clearly, clearly are better than. And there's a lot of those teams around the NBA. Like, you know, the challenge it seems like on a daily basis, when we sit down here and we do the show, and whenever we're talking about the Knicks, the challenge it seems like is trying to put into words different ways to just properly articulate what Jalen Brunson means to this franchise and what he's meant to this franchise like I understand that the rest of the league you know all the talking heads around the NBA whether it's TV whether it's radio whether it's podcast print you name it now everybody's like climbing on board not recognizing that he's a really really good player and he should be an all-star but now they're taking it a step further in the sense that hey this is a guy that probably merits some MVP consideration duh where have you been. Because if you haven't been watching Jalen Brunson play basketball in a Nick uniform, and I'm not just talking about this season, I'm talking about the entirety of last year, on into the playoffs, even in defeat, that last game of the year last year, down in Miami against the Heat, where he was brilliant, where he never came off the damn floor. What more can this guy do to prove himself as not just one of the best basketball players, That this city has seen or that has worn a uniform for this city. But think about what he's done to ignite the enthusiasm and the interest in this club. On a national level. Because the Knicks aren't a punchline anymore. Right? They're not the butt of jokes. The Knicks are a team now that if you look at your NBA standings on this 31st day of January, in the year of our Lord 2024, the Knicks are third in the Eastern Conference. Let me repeat that for you. The Knicks are third in the Eastern Conference. And we're not just like two weeks into the season. We're more than halfway through. And there's no reason why you shouldn't look at this team and start to alter your expectations about what they could potentially do when it's all said and done. But back to Brunson for a second. Because there's a greater theme here that I want to hit on. And we want to hear from you as well at 800-919-3776. I think it's pretty well documented that Jalen Brunson is a bargain. Is a steal. Okay, you can choose whatever term you want. For what the Knicks are paying him and the production that he is going out there and giving you on a night-in-night-out basis. How about Dante DiVincenzo? How many three-pointers he hit last night? How well has he played? Especially since moving into the starting lineup? You know, that was a signing that happened over the summer, and it was like, all right, that's nice. The guy's a winner, right? He won in college. He was a part of that championship team in the NBA. You know, so he's accomplished some things. It doesn't hurt to incorporate those type of players into your locker room and onto your basketball team. And even though you might have been a little bit leery as to How much he was really going to contribute. Okay, so you got those two cases. You're starting backcourt. What about what Isaiah Hartenstein has become for this basketball team? Right? He had to take on starter minutes when Mitchell Robinson went down. And I said many a time that, you know, I was a little bit leery of that. Because I don't want to tax this guy any more than you have to. Because the more you ask of him and the more he plays, well, you might get diminishing returns. Hasn't happened yet, even though he's still bothered by that sore Achilles. How about Josh Hart? Triple-double last night, despite the fact that he still struggles to shoot the ball. But you know what? You're not bringing Josh Hart onto your team for offense anyway. Josh Hart does all the other things, and he does them well. And how about the move that really kick-started this club? That trade with the Toronto Raptors. You know that O.G. Ananobi has been as advertised. Everything you were expected to get from him, you're getting. You just want to make sure that that elbow soreness goes away and he can go actually back out there and continue playing basketball. Well, how about the guy who was one of the throw-ins in that trade, in Precious Achua? How about the last six games for Precious? He's been, dare I say, Precious. 28 minutes a night, 9.5 points, 8.5 rebounds, shooting almost 60% from the field. He was a toss-in. Here's the point that I'm getting at, kids. Maybe it's time. Maybe, just maybe. We give Leon Rose his flowers. What do you think? Look, I understand that Leon Rose, he don't talk to the media. And we don't even know what he really thinks about this team because, well, he at least doesn't articulate that publicly. But think about the job that he has done. I ran down the laundry list of moves. That have all fueled this team into becoming the third best in the Eastern Conference up until this point. And as I said a little while ago, how much higher can this thing go? How much further can they kick this thing down the road? I'd like to find out. I don't know about you. And oh, by the way, while we're on the subject of giving credit where credit's due. because That's what we do here, right? You want to toss some credit the head coach's way too? You want to give Tom Thibodeau some credit that maybe he knows what the hell he's doing? I can remember sitting here and taking phone calls from people that thought that Tibbs had to go. That they've maxed out this thing with Tom Thibodeau. He was the reason that they were running into a dead end come playoff time. Not the players, it was Tibbs. Asked too much from these guys. And then by the time they get to the playoffs, they're burned out. And this is the best that you're going to get with him. Well, doesn't seem like that to me. So thumbs up to the guy running the show. Thumbs up to the guy who's coaching the damn team. And thumbs up to the players as well. And you know what? While we're at it, thumbs up to you, the fans. Because Madison Square Garden now, in case you haven't noticed, that's a place where nobody wants to come and play if you're an opponent. Remember, for a lot of years, it was nobody wants to come to Madison Square Garden to play in a Knicks uniform, right? They couldn't attract top talent because nobody wanted to come play for the Knicks because they were bad. They were a disgrace. Now it's the other way around, the way that it should be. Nobody wants to come into Madison Square Garden because you know that you're going to have a fight on your hands for 48 minutes. 17-5 and is 17-5, and and it's pretty damn good. This is a legitimate home court advantage like the Garden used to be. How it gained its reputation. So all those years where the Knicks were an afterthought and they were a punchline that ain't the case anymore. And there's still a lot of work to do. I'm not sitting here saying that it should be spiking the ball in the end zone or anything like that. This team's got to get healthy. This team probably still has another move in them if they really want to see this thing through. But Look at the way the Eastern Conference has unfolded here. You mean to tell me that this team can't go on a run in the playoffs? Really? Outside of the Boston Celtics, and at least for now the Milwaukee Bucks, really and truly, who else can you say is hands down a better team than the Knicks? I don't think you can say anybody. And oh, by the way, on that point, they're only a game and a half back of the Milwaukee Bucks for second. Imagine having home court advantage for the first two rounds. So do you even need to go star chasing at this point? Right? If you're the Knicks, we always talk about this superstar. They still got to go get that. What's the point? I'd say things look pretty darn good to me right now from this seat.
0: Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. This is the Dan Grosser Show on 98.7 ESPN.
1: We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles, and really Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com.
2: With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management.
1: Vehicle tonight. We take it right up until 9 o'clock on this busy Wednesday. Knicks are off until tomorrow when the Indiana Pacers come to town at MSG. And that's a big game. You know, it's a new-look Indiana Pacers team with Siakam. That team offensively is as good as there is in the NBA. And it's an important one, you know, because it's a team right now that's behind you that you want to keep down. And more importantly for the Knicks, you want to make sure that you get healthy. I know you don't want to sacrifice these games and say, well, you know, we're playing for the greater good, which I, I totally understand it, right? I mean, tomorrow's going to be February the 1st. There's still a lot more things that this team wants to accomplish and should be trying to accomplish as opposed to just winning games in the beginning of February. But you also want to go out there and prove that you are indeed legit and then you can continue to climb up these standings. You know, look, Milwaukee right now is vulnerable. Now, unfortunately, the playoffs don't start tomorrow. But at least as far as the standings are concerned, like they're still going through some stuff. And there is going to be a little bit of an acclimation period when you change coaches midseason like they have, bringing in Doc Rivers. And he's going to try to put his stamp on things and install a system to where they're actually going to be able to stop somebody on the defensive end of the floor. So while they're going through all that stuff, you know what? Take advantage of this home schedule that you have coming up and just keep putting wins in your pocket. But I can't tell you the last time. If you're a Knicks fan... When was the last time you felt this good, this optimistic, this drama-free about this basketball team? How long? 20 years? Maybe more? 800 We're starting it off tonight with Andrew in Belmore. First up here on 98.7. Hello, Andrew. How are you? Hey Dan, how are you? So to answer your question, for
3: me, this is the first time in my life that I feel like this about the Knicks and I'm a huge Knicks fan. I was born in ninety six. So I don't remember the nineties. So for me, this is the best I feel about my Knicks ever.
1: Oh, have to have to be. If you if you miss the nineties, absolutely. This is probably the best it's ever been for you.
3: Yeah, Brunson, as of now, he's my best player of the Knicks of all time. I mean, I love Carmelo and everything, but Jalen Brunson, he's the guy. And I just wanted to say about the playoffs this year, obviously that's a little bit in the future, but I think the big problem with Julius Randle in the playoffs, obviously he's putting too much pressure on himself, thinking that he was the number one guy. But now, that it's clear that Brunson's the one. Julius is the two. I think Julius will take some pressure off himself and he'll perform much better,
1: and we'll have a good chance with that well Andrew it's it's complicated and I thank you for the phone call I, I don't disagree with you about the Randall situation maybe from the playoffs a couple of years ago against the Atlanta Hawks remember there was a lot going on that season that was the, the it began with the COVID and you had no fans in the arena for pretty much all the regular season then the playoffs show up and then all of a sudden voila you got a packed house again so maybe that played into it a little bit you hope that it wouldn't but maybe it did you never know last season Look, the guy was obviously playing on one leg, right? The foot, the ankle was all messed up. He needed surgery as soon as the season ended last year, so he was clearly not 100%. Now, in the meantime, I think to Andrew's point, yeah, Brunson is somebody who has now elevated himself to no fault of his own or anybody else around him. He's elevated himself to be the number one guy in this team. And that's saying it regardless of whether Randall is currently hurt now or not. This is Jalen Brunson's team, and I don't think that that's a problem. Now, the discussion is always going to come up as to whether or not, you know, you can win a championship with Jalen Brunson being your number one. Well, you know what? We'll find out. But right now, from where I'm sitting, do I think that the Knicks have to mortgage the farm to go out there and bring in a superstar before the trade deadline this year? No, I do not. I want to see this team get healthy. And I want to see them ride it out with this current group. Because look around the NBA right now. And you want to just keep it into the Eastern Conference, that's fine. Like I said, outside of the Boston Celtics, and maybe on some nights the Milwaukee Bucks, like really and truly, you mean to tell me the Knicks can't beat any of these teams? Like, Philadelphia is exposing themselves in a major way right now. And now Joel Embiid is hurt again. Okay, if you watched that game last night, he played and then somebody landed on his knee. Kuminga landed on his knee, chasing down a loose ball, and now Embiid is down for the count again. He never plays. And especially for a guy who, even when healthy, has never taken his team to the conference finals even, I'm going to sit there and, and, and fear a Philadelphia 76ers team whose most important player could be gone like that, depending on which way the wind is blowing on any given day? Not me. Brian and Wayne is up next. Brian, what's going on? Uh, just very happy
3: with my Knicks. You know, this is what I've been waiting for. Unfortunately, I bought season tickets before they got this good. Um, but uh, my my question is, I have two actually concerns. This in-season tournament, I was so for it. Um, but now in terms of these losses and having to have played, you know, such a hard, like the Bucks and such a hard team, um, and the standings being so close, I mean, I'm confident we're still going to pull through. But I, I wonder if that's really going to hurt them in the long run. Uh, and then, two, I really think we we got to get somebody else, although I was a big fan in keeping this group together because they'll get it eventually, and now you can see it. You know, the Nova Knicks, when they put them together, you know, they got it. You know, I know it's a 40-pound drop-off between Bridges and Randall, but I think you do – I think that's a good move for them uh, because, you know, he's going to, you know, play well with his other teammates uh, from, from Nova. And I, I think you really got to explore that because, again – Randall was hurt towards the end, and you, I, I think you just need one more piece. But I'm all for it. I'm ready to go to the playoffs. I'm ready.
1: Yeah, but I see. Here's the thing, though, Brian. And thanks for the phone call. If you're asking me right now, would I rather have Bridges or Randall? I'd rather have Randall. I'd rather have Randall. And by the way, Julius Randall's not tradable at this point. He's hurt. Right? Nobody's trading for a guy who's got one shoulder right now, and we still have no official diagnosis as to how long he's going to be out. You know, we thought, or Tib said that we would know something in the next day. I mean, look, I think, if you're asking me, they probably have at least some more definitive word than they're willing to let on. Like, the Knicks probably know exactly how long Julius Randle's going to be out. But they just don't want to share that with the rest of the world. And they're not entitled to. It's not like it's the playoffs or anything like that. And they're doing just fine without him. But like I said, with this group, since the trade with Toronto, right? The OG Knicks. The precious Achua Knicks. 14-2. and two. Project that over the course of a full 82-game season. You know what? I'd sign up for that. Look, and I know that you're not going to go 14-2 every single month. I understand that. But right now, you know what? This team, the way they're put together, it just works. It's not all about the flashy stars. It works. You got two all-stars. What more do you need? I would much rather... If you're asking me, I would much rather get healthy, take this team into the postseason, see how far you can make a run this year, and then you can make whatever sort of adjustments and changes you have to make then in the summertime. You know, you get a little bit more information on your roster makeup, and you say, okay, we need this, this, and this, and then you go out there and try to attack it in the summertime. But right now, I think easily this team, if healthy, is good enough to get to a conference finals. 800-919-3776. That is the telephone number. More of your Nick calls when we come back. Also, when we return, Kevin Durant makes his return to Brooklyn. That has so many layers to it, don't you think? We'll get into what we can expect tonight at the Barclays Center when we return. Grasso Show, we go till 9. Full vehicle tonight, 9870 ESPN.